Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode. Gina here. How are you doing today, Jamie? Fantastic. How am I doing today, Jamie? Did I get our names wrong? I think you said my name wrong. That's good. Okay. Okay. Just to clarify, I am Jamie. I'm Gina. Excellent. Welcome to the show. And today we have got another interview lined up. And I love these guys. It's not the first interview we've done with these guys. In fact, we're doing this thing right now. um, And you know, like when you have friends over for a party, it's like, okay, you know, this weekend we'll do a barbecue at my place. And I'm like, oh, no, no, next weekend let's do a barbecue at your place. And then the weekend after that, it's like, no, let's do a barbecue at our place. A podcasting barbecue. We're doing podcasting barbecues because we went on their show and then they came on our show and then they invited us back and now we're inviting them back and they said they want us for a part three. So I, I think we're just going to maybe move in next door to each other. You know, we'll run an XLR cable through the wall. We can just hang out the whole time. What do you think? Does that sound cool? I like it. Yeah, I think it's a good plan. So guys, without any further ado, we're going to bring some of the content beasts. And I want you guys to know that these guys actually inspired the style of the podcast today. So if you ever thought, man, Jamie just talking sucks. And wow, I love Jamie and Gina together. You have these amazing guests to thank. Gina, are you ready for the intro? Let's do it. Attention, this is not another boring business podcast. We're here to help mission-driven entrepreneurs get their message and offers out to the masses. In a fun way that doesn't suck. Over the last year, we've created a powerful community of podcasters that are becoming real change makers in the online space. And we're not talking about breaking a 20. Wow. I'm Jamie Atkinson. I'm Gina Suzanne. And listen to us as we laugh, cry, and battle our way to a seven-figure-a-year business. We're not going to be... You can do it. Don't worry. Just roll with it. Don't worry. We're going to be talking about not just online gurus are teaching, but what they're actually doing to transform and scale their business. Sometimes we mess up, and you guys should know that that's okay. Listen in as we break down the real-life publishing strategies these entrepreneurs are actually using. Come for the tactics. Stay for the banter. Welcome to the Changemakers Podcast. You're ready to create real change. So are we. Woo! Okay. That was okay. That's all right. I'm not having a good day, but okay. we should just put that out there. Well, what's up? What's going on? Well, Did I piss you off? Yeah, yeah. So let's just be completely transparent because I know everyone can hear it in my voice. Guys, just so you know, the worst thing in the world to do is it's to... piss Gina off before we have to go on air. Yeah, because, listen, I just, it just ruins the whole day. But it's yeah. okay, right? We can but just I'm make trying. fun of ourselves. But we got the biz bros here today and Wait, you just th- spoiled it. We didn't even we just we're gonna I mean, tease it. Okay, but they can just see them. I'm but they don't sure. know who the biz bros are, right? Right. Well, if you don't know who the biz bros are, you should. It's Ben and Jerry. Ben and Jerry. Yeah, those guys br- with the I don't ice think cream. They're brothers, yeah. actually, but Wait, they're not brothers? No, I think they're just are they lovers? No, I don't think so either. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. What if they are? We need to research that and check it out. Okay, guys, this is waiting. not this is not about a potential ice cream sandwich in the making. We're actually talking to two very special content creators today. Like we teased, these are incredible entrepreneurs. I first found out about them after speaking to my good friend, Austin Dixon, who actually told me about these incredible people inside of the program he was working with. We've actually since connected a bunch of times. They're really changing the game when it comes to multiplying content and blowing up people's brands. Please welcome Luis and Louise from the Biz Bros. What's up, guys? Hey. What's up, guys? Thank you for having us. Yeah. So, and, uh, by the way, Fonsi, we have to like up our game now with the intro. That 
Like that was like really. I good know that intro was, was so much fun. We were dancing that, here, that like was, yeah, that was good. It would have been better if I was in like in a better mood. But. That's okay. Don't worry because you know we can just make fun of you all the way through, and then that's going to be highly entertaining for everybody. <laughs> yeah, apart you from know, you, you know, you know what I love? I love the like the transparency and, and honesty. Like anybody else would have just like you know put like this fake like thing on and then. Not Gina. But I'm you're like, incapable. No, me, I'm incapable. Let- <laughs> it makes like dinner it. parties really awkward. Like I remember. I was mad at Jamie for like whatever reason, you know, and then we went out to dinner with another couple and I was just a miserable pile of poop the whole time. So like, I wish I could put on a facade, but like <laughs> full transparency always here. So she is a joy to be with most of the time, Sometimes, but, but then when she's not, yeah, bring in the hugs, bring in the hugs. Well, listen, yeah, today, guys, thanks, guys. We're, we're just excited because, like I said, we were not joking when we said that the style that you guys threw out for your show massively influenced how we put together Changemakers, and people are loving it, right? Like, Yeah, that's exactly how I got introduced to you guys. Jamie was like, yo, I was just on this amazing show, and how they broke it. Is, are they the reason why we got the Roadcaster? Hell yeah, they're the reason. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Like, we just like getting live. commissions like from Rogue from Rogue. Like, yeah, absolutely. We need to go make a deal right it's now. It's been like you guys, like Josh Forty, like Henry Convinced, like all these people like come to the show and like, what are you guys using? And we're like, we, we need to start like on a sponsorship or something. Yeah, I don't you know. need an affiliate right? link. Yeah. We need, <laughs> yeah, we need one of those air horns as well. Like, we Wait, to- so let's get into it because I some people aren't gonna know who you are. And can we first before you even start off with who you are, can we address that you are brothers and you have the same name? Or are you lovers? Because because Jamie told me I was like, no, that's you get it wrong. Like you must have missed her. So can you can we just address that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, ja- I feel like Jamie really wants us to be lovers. <laughs> like, he brings it up every time. Are you sure? But, are we, you sure you're but not we are not lovers. We are real <laughs> brothers from the same mother. And uh, yeah, so like th- you know what we say is like our mom like knew that we we're gonna be markers, so she's like you know let's just like name the same thing. And yeah. That's that's you know the, the magnet that that's, that, that, that's the hook right that's there. Uh, but not really like our, you know, we're from Venezuela originally. Right. And, and back home, uh, we use two names. So my full name is Luis Daniel, uh, Fonsi here is Luis Alfonso. So that's why also oh. my dad had a first marriage, which everything on that first marriage was Mario. Like Every, everything, everything, even the, even the couch, even was the couch was Mario. <laughs> uh, but it was like, you know, our grandpa was Mario or like dad is Mario, like our older brother is Mario. Even Her that guy that you played on the Mario Nintendo, Nintendo, his name was Mario too. Like messing with you, what's happening? I know. I and and then my mom came, you know, and she's like, "Stop, stop with the Marios, no more, no masks." Luis and Luis. Luis and Luis. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. So yeah, that's a true story. Well, yeah, I think I think <laughs> I think she's absolutely my hero. So so guys, I want to touch really quickly um, because I think your story is really powerful. But what I think is most powerful is the transformation that you guys have gone through in the last six months. And we preach publishing. We know how powerful it is. But I want to start you guys off with a with an interesting question. Where do you guys think you would be right now if you hadn't started publishing? That is an incredible, great question. And you know, let, let me tell you this, like we actually we asked this same question at the end of our podcast, but we've never answered ourselves, which is it's crazy, right? It is the first time that yeah. we actually get that question. Yeah. So Fancy, uh, where would you be? Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I consider myself a pretty, pretty free spirit. I, I think I'll be like, OK, I'll try to figure something out and, and a way. But definitely the amount of growth that I have experienced. I wouldn't be there. I'll probably be personally stuck in the same place as far as beliefs. Um, 
uh, maybe I, I might have tried of doing something else that didn't require to put myself in uncomfortable positions. So probably start a, a business that doesn't require much of, you know, interacting or building relationships and stuff like that, which is totally the wrong approach. Let me tell you, <laughs> let, let me let me leave that clear, you know. Yeah. Um, on my end, uh, you know, we, we've shared this story like last September, like uh, oh, like more than a year ago. That's when I quit my full time job to to come full time and help Fonzie with, with the agency that we had at the time. And uh, I probably would have gone back to a place where I could have a steady paycheck just because I have a wife. I have a almost two year old. Right. So and uh, they're like, what the heck, Luis? Like, what are you doing? Uh, so. I think I would have gone to that place where like that I escaped because I was like not really happy. Right. And, and talk about COVID times and all these things. So it was definitely a lot of stress. And when we say really that publishing really changed everything is because it was, we started big time diving into these platforms uh, in March as soon as COVID started because our main clients were brick and mortar stores. Like we were working with like people that needed to have these doors open and then everything shut down. So within a week, most of our clients, about 80% of our like <clears throat> recurring revenue, completely gone, right? So we went through like this very uh, intense process of changing perspective, at least on my end, right? I think for funds, it was a little bit easier. <laughs> I was looking at the numbers. And I'm like, man, like we are like, we're going down. And uh, and that's when we decided we changed your perspective. We're like, hey, you know, we've been talking about content all this time, all this time, meaning like five years. And uh, we never done it, right? Like we tried it once. There was a lot of friction. Uh, we didn't execute and it's like, this is the time to do it. Um, and that's what really changed it. So, you know, since, uh, I mean, it's incredible. Like within two weeks, we recovered everything that we lost. Within a month, we triple everything. Uh, we went from like two people freelancing to now a team of almost 10 people uh, and, and helping like a lot of people, which is amazing, right, to, to express this. And uh, so, yeah, I would probably be like very angry at myself, probably like. Yeah, no, no bueno. Yeah, no, no bueno. <laughs> well, I love it. And, and I think it's powerful and a testament to you guys because not only are you guys getting more, you know, clients and, and the business is growing, but, you know, the biggest thing that I've noticed is that you're becoming very, um, not necessarily well-known, which is definitely something that's happening, but you guys are becoming very um, visible, right? I almost feel like every single time I'm on my Instagram feed or if I'm on Facebook, there's something about you guys that is always jumping out. And whether that's the consistent way you guys put out your content or whether it's just the fact that you're putting in the hours, putting in the work to go out and connect with people, I think it's really impressive the consistency that you guys have put in. I, I want to touch a second on um, the business that you guys decided to go in. Um, so before I ask this question about your business, do you want to just give us a real quick overview about what you guys do? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I actually want to start that with mentioning a little bit of what we <laughs> used to do. Right. So people have an idea and maybe they're encouraged to pivot if they need to, because we started actually as a sticker company. Um, we I, one of our roommates came one day. He's like, guys, I have a great idea. <laughs> great margins, great business. We're going to start doing stickers. And we were like, let's go. We don't know nothing, but let's do By it. By the way, it was not, not, it was like not the easiest sticker type. It was like the vinyl cutting stickers, which you needed like a special machine, yeah. special software. We knew nothing about. Yeah. We didn't know design. We didn't know sales. We, did, we didn't know marketing. So it evolved a little bit. We started learning all these things and two weeks later or like a month later, I don't, I don't remember that it's well, very quick, but yeah. it was, 
we went to this convention and all of a sudden now we're not a sticker company, but we are a t-shirt printing company. It's like, <laughs> yeah, let's go. Right? It, it, it changed so quick. Yeah. And in that, that one company, right, we were literally working 3 a.m. in the morning, uh, screen printing shirts in the garage, you know, like 100 degrees, 90 degrees with 90% humidity, with an <laughs> oven inside the garage, trying to dry all the shirts. It was hot and it was miserable. And that's when we learn. We learn if we don't enjoy it, we don't have to do it, right? Like, and, and it got to a point, and unfortunately, it, it it caused a little friction in the relationship that we we had with our roommate at the time. But we had to step away because we couldn't do that, right? And at that moment, we were already thinking about okay, what can we do to pretty much be free, right? Like own our own business, control our, our own outcomes. And as any other entrepreneur, I feel like we went to Google University and YouTube <laughs> University and typed in how to make money online. Wow, I'm right? an alum then, too of that. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, you know, the, the one and only Ty Lopez at the moment with his Lambos and his <laughs> crazy lifestyle message showed up. And I was like, how cool would it be to be a Lam- to have a Lambo, right? And guess what? We totally bought into his message. And Which, by the way, like now the priorities completely yes, changed. Absolutely. Like, massively. Yeah, right? this was again like <laughs> five years ago. Yeah. And, but at that moment, it was, we were the broke college students. I was about to graduate. Um, we had a, I had a job at the moment working with kids, two to six year old, trying to teach them soccer, which I think they taught me patience more than I taught them <laughs> soccer, uh, which was great. But, you know, at that point, I was like, okay, like, I'm broke. I, I want something in my life. I want to control my own destiny, right? And this opportunity showed up. It was an investment of $1,000, and we struggled to do that investment. It was so difficult. We didn't have the money, so we had to put it in, in my brother's credit card, actually. We're like, dude, just, just swipe it. Just do it. <laughs> and yeah, he, he was that influence. He was like, just do it. And at the time, you know, I, I, I was working as well. Like, yeah. I think I, I just came out of the job that he had. So I also coached the two to six-year-olds. And then I was working and starting to work in the fitness industry, selling uh, different fitness memberships, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and I was like, yeah, like I, I in my mind, I already wanted to like do something different, like have that control, have have my time back. And that's where we dove in, and then we started selling uh, social media marketing agency services to restaurants. Yeah, and, and we learned a lot, you know. And my <laughs> brother said here he he wanted to get his time back. I wanted to get my time back, but what we didn't know is that as we build this thing that we started building we were not getting our time back whatsoever. You know, it was, we were so invested into it, putting so much hours into it. And I think people realized that later on. It's like, wow, you know, yeah. like it, it is a tough gig to actually do your own thing. So I'm going to fast forward here a little bit. There happened a lot of things in between, but it got to a point where we started working a little bit more with content, right? And we were actually pitching these clients and we were telling them, yes, this is what we do with the content of other clients. Look at this. It looks amazing. And they're like, you know what? It does look pretty cool, but we cannot see anything in your profile. So all of a sudden, the report just went down, sank down to the ground. My brother here collapsed. He's like, oh, it was no. It's like gut, gut punch, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah it, it, was, it, was, it was a bad feeling, man. Like, uh, yeah. you know, you're like, hey, you're not, you're not practicing what you preach. And I'm like, well, you know, look at the results of the clients. Like, they're doing awesome, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, but I cannot trust you uh, because, like, you guys don't do it. So uh, if anything, like, goes wrong, like, what's the communication? Like, how are we going to solve these things, right? It, it, and, and it was really 
really enlightening. And, and, you know, now we thank them for, for that because we came back to the office and we're like, man, like we have to publish. And I, I, at this time we we're so what, like indoctrinated into like Russell's uh, methods and, 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 and that ClickFunnels world and the community has been super supportive. Um, and we're like, man, like all these people say, like, you got to publish, right? Like, and, and we're trying to figure out the how, how do we do this? Like, how do we multiply the content? Right. And, um, and we decided to remove all friction, which means like those things that don't allow you to publish. So editing for me was a friction point. Like, I don't know how to edit or I want how to edit. Fonzie learned how to do it because that was part of the journey. But I'm like, no, heck no. So we decided to do our, what we call the minimum viable content. We're like, we're committing to consistency. We're committing to 45 days of just Facebook lives. Guess how long that lasted. <laughs> Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Minutes. <laughs> Almost. Uh, it lasted 15 days. That, that has been the, the smallest guest out there. So yeah, thank you for, the for the faith. The, the, I appreciate faith, yeah. it. <laughs> but uh, 15 days. And the reason it lasted 15 days is because we immediately saw results and we got business coming our way. And then we had to fulfill to build the systems to be able yeah. to free more wow. time. And, that, and that's actually when started, like what the service that we offer right now, that's actually when it started. We were kind of doing it a little bit on before, right? Before they got punched. Mm -hmm. um, but that was the moment that day 15, because we connected with this person that the message resonated with. And he was putting in a project that he needed a team like us to come and repurpose the content for his client. And we're like, wow, that's amazing, yeah. right? Like, look at what happens when you put yourself out there. So that's when it happened, right? That's when we started officially uh, repurposing, you know, high volume content repurposing, if you want to put it that way. We, in our intro, we always say uh, we turned your long form content into value pack by size <laughs> assets. So then you can send them a little, like little minions into social media. Um, but that's when it all started. And then after that 45 live, right, that we stopped, we're like, why don't we do it again? And we did it again. And yeah. we got more results. And we're like, wow, that's we're crazy. Actually, we're actually on this table, like uh, Funnel Hacking Live with uh, Josh Forty was in that table, a few other yeah. people from Offer Lab. And we're telling this story. It was like the first time. And they're like, so you guys did it again? And, and it was like two <laughs> months after that happened, right? And we're like, uh, no. They're like, why not? And we're like, dang it. Yeah. That's right. Like, why don't we do the same thing that worked, right? Like, we were trying to figure out something else. And we're like, man, that worked. Let's do it again. And so, mm -hmm. so that's when we did it again. And again, day 17, like, we have it, like, labeled because we're tracking everything. Day 17, same thing happens. And we're like, oh, like, consistency works right at the time no website like no podcast no nothing and we're like consist consistency is the only metric that we're measuring right now yeah. and it worked so after that we started building these pieces and that was a concept that we took once we started the show we're like hey let's take the minimum viable content approach how do how can we produce this um you know the least friction possible um, and then get it out there. So that's why we publish three times a week. That's why, you know, we, we have equipment that allows us to produce without friction. And then on top of that, we use that content to test different frameworks that we use on our end-to-end -end process, which is the service that we offer on yeah. Content Momentum, for example, to multiply this content. Yeah. I think we extended a little bit in the answer. Yeah. But no, thank that you was so great. much. <laughs> that was amazing. I love the part where you said, like, you identified the friction point, which for me and a lot of our students is editing. So you're like, we're, we're changing what we're doing. We're just we're just going to do it live. And so I really love that. Now, for people who um, are struggling putting out more content or don't even know where to begin, what are like some of your hot tips you can give for people who want to start producing more? Is it repurposing? Yeah, no, that, that that's a great question, right? And 
we struggle with the same again. We were like, because we're exposed every single day to this awesome content from some, you know, content creator out there. And we're like, we wanted to look that way, right? I mean, or content right now, or said, if you're watching, we have like a light on the back and it didn't start it like this, right? But that this has been influenced by, by some of the people that I've been learning from in YouTube and all the stuff. But we immediately want to start there, right? And that is the problem. It is, and I always go to the new year resolution, which is when the year comes in, how many people there are like, this is my year in three months, I'm going to have a six pack, I'm going to be ripped, you know, and two weeks later, they stop, they stop working out, they stop eating healthy. And the reason is because they just overwhelm them, themselves, right? You got to start one step at a time. And that's where the minimal, minimal viable content came up, right? Because we were literally, I mean, this is. 100% real. We bought all this like <laughs> almost two years ago and we decided we're going to start our podcast, right? And we set up in my room two different cameras. We, we had the equipment at the moment. So two different cameras, a light, you know, all the setup, amazing. And we started recording. There was so much friction. We recorded five episodes. We never edited any of the five episodes. Obviously, we didn't publish. Here's some of the, episodes, of the five episodes. Here's some of the episodes that happened, right? We had like an, a full hour to set up because it was in Fonzie's room. So we had to set up and like redo it again because we didn't have an office back then, right? We needed to set up the cameras. They had a 20 minute timer because they are DSLR cameras. So in the middle of the conversation, one of us had to get up and like reset the camera to get back in because we weren't like, we, we didn't accept the fact that we could use our phones to do it, for example, right? Or, or something else or a webcam, right? Um, Fonzie's girlfriend would walk in and be like, what's this? I mean, it really looked like a porn studio, right? Because he was like in a bedroom, right? So then I, the podcast was called Bruce, uh, Bruce and Bros. Like the message was not there. Like I yep. spilled the beer on my computer, like all these things. And we're like, no, like that's it. And we literally grabbed the equipment and put it in the closet. And we stopped. Yeah, we and we stopped it. until a year later where we restarted with like less friction. So we, we, we use the concept of the minimal Bible content, right? To start the podcast as well. And yeah. that is the same as we said before, right? Is remove the friction for you at this moment. And the key thing is, and this, it took us, we had to crush one of our beliefs, which was our content had to, has to look good, right? We had to tell ourselves quality of the message before quality of the production, right? People, I can watch a video that is produced amazingly, but if it, the quality of the message is not there, it's not going to connect, right? I'm going to be... One minute in, I'm like, goodbye. I don't care about this. But how many times have we watched a video where it's just a talking head and it's so good, the message is resonating so good that you're like, I can't stop staring at, at this guy, right? Like, it has happened to me with Jamie and Gina all the time. I'm like, these guys are so cool, right? And it's because they get their message dialed down. And people need to understand that the only way to dial down your message is by actually start talking and saying it out loud. So get in front of the camera, minimal Bible content and start talking because the more you talk, the more you put your thoughts into words, you're actually going to start to discover your own message, right? And we were actually at a different podcast yesterday and we, we started talking about imagine yourself in a dark room and the more you speak, right, the more you share your message, you have a little lamp that starts lighting up. And it's exactly like that. The more you talk, the more light that lamp is going to produce. And then you're going to be able to see the next steps. Oh, look at that. Now I have my message. Now I'm comfortable being on camera. Now I can be consistent. Cool. Now what is my capacity, right? And so on and so on. So my, the hottest tip out there that I would say is 
what is find your minimal viable content and just stay consistent with it. I yeah. love that. I'm can, stealing can I, that. Can I share that, a quick story? Yeah, but I'm stealing that no, light in the no, lamp you thing. Yeah, the lamp. You so can good. That was a really cool story. Yeah, I'm stealing that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes. Take it. Take it. So here's another one for you, uh, because I, I think you, I, I think you guys are going to appreciate it. The hottest tip got too hot. And now I got oh, right. <laughs> now he's stripping. I've got some music for that. Da, da, da. <laughs> oh, man. Fonzie, come on. It's Keep it PG. OK. <laughs> All right. So so I, I think you're going to you guys are going to love this. Right. So we have this older brother. Uh, his, his, the, the, His name the is Mario. Mother. Mario, exactly. <laughs> so he lives, he's, he's lived in four different countries in South America. He currently is in Colombia. And he reached out when he saw what we were doing. We, you know, business, we don't really talk about business, business with like the family. So he's like, guys, like, what are you doing? Right. And we, so we explained it to him. He's like, oh my gosh, that, that's uh, like, I love it. I want to be part of it. Right. And we're like, sweet. Like, do you know English? And he's like, no. I'm like, well, right now you cannot be part of it because everything is in English. Right. Like we speak Spanish. So he's in this corporate environment. He had like really negative experiences in that environment. He he has a message that he wants to share. And he's like, guys, like I really want to. And we're like, okay, perfect. Like, why don't you sell the service? Like, let's do this, right? So, but he's going the corporate way. He's like, give me a flyer. I'm like, no, you don't understand it. Like <laughs> we don't sell through that. We sell through content because we like, we speak to people that already understand content, right? So if I have to like explain that or convince anybody that that's my product, like that's not my dream plan. I don't even want to have that conversation, right? So then he's like trying to understand it. And I'm, and I'm in my head, I'm like, man, like he needs to live this to be able to sell our product because like as we produce content, we, we, we can speak and we can identify with the audience, right? This is something that you guys share a lot. So same thing. I'm like, okay, Mario, here's the deal. You got to try out for, a, for to sell our product, right? You got to do a 45 live. So we gave him the challenge, 45 live, 45 days of stuff like that. So he's like, oh my gosh, okay, well, what do I say? I'm like, here, start with something very simple, which is how I started. I try to remove all the friction ever, all the time. So I'm like, I'm going to share a story of my day, like something that happened, and then I'm going to relate it to my business, and then I'm going to do a call to action. Simple as that. Like, I, like, it doesn't matter. Like, the dog bit the other dog. I'm going to talk about that. And then how Fonsi did not beat me in the office. And then I'm going to relate it to a business, like, <laughs> term. And then I'm going to flip it, and then I'm going to do a call to action. If you want to find out. Wait, he, he, do, he doesn't do that, little, by the way. Little tangent. <laughs> we have something called the Bro League here in the office, right, where we play, like, <laughs> soccer tennis and stuff. I am currently winning. Okay. Wow. <laughs> that's that's all he wanted to. He just no no correlation whatsoever. He's like, by the way, we have a league and I'm winning. Carry on. So that's so unrelated, Fonzie. Okay. Okay. So that's what happens. Okay. Anyways. Partner so, interrupt. Yeah. Big one. Commercial break. Uh, <laughs> roll the ads. Okay. Now, anyway, so Mario starts with his 45 live and he's like, okay, for the first seven days, share, share your stories, your lessons, and then relate it. Right. So it's like, okay, man, I don't know what to talk about. Like my first live is going to be so nerve wracking. I'm like, aim it like less than 10 minutes. Well, he was talking for 30. Right. So like, as soon as he opened his mouth, he's just like, bruh told the story. Now, after the seven days, he found out that he was repeating certain topics like family, you know, God, he's a very religious dude, um, teamwork, like stuff, things that happen in his life. So after the seven days, we're like, perfect. Those are your four pillars, family, religion, uh, teams, and whatever, like entrepreneurship, if you want, right? So it's like, oh my God, yeah, because I keep repeating them. So second week, he continues to do this and he notices the same trend. He keeps sharing the same stories, right? So now he doesn't have to go research his pillars because he's comfortable already talking about them, which is great. 
Now, the third week, he starts getting like people interested in his message, like asking him, hey, Mario, what do you do? Like, like, what's all this, right? Like, it's just that, that curiosity. I'm sure you've lived it as soon as you started publishing too. And, and he starts sharing his story. And his story at the time was that he was able to quit the job that he didn't like. And then he was able to go and find a job that paid him double, right? And he was happier. So people that were in that position, right, were identifying with his message. By the way, he has no website at this point. He has like no business page, like nothing, no brand. It's just him and his camera, right? And then people are like, how do I, like, how do I do that? And so he turned around and we're like, okay, dude, you have a product right there. Like either you can help him for free and get feedback and optimize for later, right? Or you can like sell him something. Like, why don't you do that? (laughs) So Fast forward the 45 days, he completed every day. He like warmed up these like people that were following every single day. And he did his first like, uh, quote, webinar, like presentation. No experience whatsoever. We kind of, we kind of threw it like super like (laughs) basic, but he did it in front of 30 people. Guess what? He sold, he sold stuff the first like 45 days. Right. So then he's like, man, this fire inside of me, like I want to share it. Right. He's super passionate. He's very passionate. (laughs) And, and we're like, sweet, like, Hey, we, we're going to invest in you. We're going to produce your show. And uh, here's what you do. So uh, create your show, whatever, his own concept, right? And through the show, right, you can create these relationships like you guys preach all the time. And then on the end, uh, we can offer the services in Spanish, right, like in, in the Hispanic market. Now, price points are a little bit different. But he started inviting people that he knew, people that like maybe could not be a dream client or have a conversation about selling stuff because they were not like in that space, and he struggled for a little bit because he thought he had an audience like, right, that will follow like right off the bat. Sometimes at the beginning, that's not the case. Um, and then he's like, man, like my interviews are my coaching process. And I'm like, perfect. Do you want to sell that? And he's like, yes. Who's your dream guy? Like, who do you want to go after? And he's like, man, I want to coach companies. Like I was in corporate. I know these guys. I need a lot of help. I, I feel like I can help them. I'm like, sweet. Who's the decision maker? Well, the CEOs, the managers, right? Okay, bring him into your show. Guess what? After episode 40, finally, after listening to us after 40 episodes, he brought somebody. They did the interview. This person was like, oh, my God, I loved it. Right. And throughout that story, he's like, I need a website. I need this. I need that. And we're like, man, no, no, no. You don't need anything. Like you already have a a platform. Like this is very powerful. Like you're separating yourself from others. And he couldn't see it. Like he couldn't believe it. Right. And we're like, no, we're not building anything from you. Like, first (laughs) off, we don't know how to do it. Right. So I don't want to do I don't want to hear it. So, and, and his podcast, by the way, is not like this. His podcast is his, his laptop, a little microphone, Facebook Live, right? So it's Facebook Live to audio. That's it. Now, this person that came is, it was a manager in a company that has 200 salespeople. And then a week later, she comes back. It's like, hey, Mario, like, I would love for you to do this process with my team. How big is your team? 200 people. And he's like, man, absolutely. Can you quote me, right? So Mario's like, calls us and he's like, I have no idea like how much to charge, right? Like, and, I'm, and we're like, okay, well, he decided to like go long-term relationship. He's like, hey, uh, you give me the price, right? So on the back end, he was thinking he was going to get about, you know, a month worth of salary back in Colombia, right? He's like, that's probably pretty high. That's what I would have said. Well, this lady comes back with two and a half months of salary for a three-day training that he has to do in the company. And the thought of the lady was like, I don't know if I can afford you. Like, this is what we can pay you right now. <clears throat> so 
Sorry. So the you're, fact you're, you're okay I, get, I get emotional because this is so good. <laughs> but the, the the fact that like he had a platform, that he had a voice, that he shared his message consistently, right, on the podcast. Uh, I think he was doing like three times a week as well. This person perception, not just perception, but they trusted him because they went through that process. They listened to the message and now he's coaching 200 people with his own thing and he's living the life that he wants with no website, no nothing, his podcast, just his message. So, so, so powerful. So this is why, you know, you guys do what you do. This is why we do what we do. And this is so exciting. So that's why I just want to share that story. <laughs> and Luis, I, I, I so appreciate you sharing that story because for anybody that's listening right now and they're, and, they're, and they're hearing that and they're hearing the process and they're thinking, wow, like, how do you do that? How do you go through those pieces? Like, I'm so grateful that you shared that story because that's exactly what we teach inside of the podcast, Profit Lab. People forget that the relationships that you build with the people that you interview can be not only incredibly powerful in terms of how people can connect with you and collaborate, but these people will want to work with you, right? Especially when they see not the surface level of you, but the deeper level of you, the unconscious part that only comes through inside of the interviews. So I'm, I'm so appreciative of you guys share that. Yeah, I love that. Absolutely. We That's got, a fun one. I see you write something <laughs> down. What'd you write down? I have there? a question as working with brothers because like obviously Jamie and I have gone through our struggles working together. Um, peep that interview on your show. But um, working together as brothers, Jamie was telling me that you guys have some hand signals so you don't like interrupt each other. Can you share? It's like this. <laughs> if anybody can't see on the live stream right now, he's uh, just yeah. full on like fa- face planting with his hands. So exactly. Yeah, you cannot see, but we like kick each other under the table, you know? Like if you see our shins, they're just like full of bruises. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's like about 25 years of experience living together. Like that's one. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, that, that, I think that's one time yeah. helps. Uh, also, we lately we've been in a growth mindset mode. So, you know, we see these as opportunities, right? Like we understood from, and again, like this is like year six of our like business together sure. and, and not just business, like the sixth reiteration of what we're like doing, right? So we went through a lot of the, those, I guess, samples or yeah. we call them, failure samples say however it, look for for me personally is the and i i love going back to this to this topic is perfection right like i was a perfectionist like that was something that stopped me from publishing creating content right and when we decided to again embrace a minimal bible content and let's just do it live if we make a mistake we just laugh about it and it is now part of our personality right and that honestly that's what i love about you guys too you know like in the intro right now you guys are messing around too it is it is it is what it is right like that's who you guys are authentically Mm -hmm. so for us we were like we want to show up uh, authentically and you know for us a perfectly produced podcast without any mistakes is not authenticity so yeah. we're like, dude, if we interrupt each other, mm-hmm. cool, we'll just interrupt each other. And we just like, you just saw it in his interview. I came up with the most random tangent <laughs> ever, right? And we're like, okay, cool. And we just keep going. Yeah. Sometimes I get a little sweaty and nervous. I'm like, oh man, I messed up, right? But it's okay. Like it, it, it is normal. So we, and we actually talked about it. We're like, hey, when you want to like do, when you want to, you know, intervene and say something like, maybe put your hand here or do something. We, we like debated it, but that was in the very beginning. And then we were like, you know what? No, we are actually happy 
uh, the way it's coming out, the authenticity. If we interrupt each other again, we're brothers, you know. Yeah. People know in the household brothers fight all the time. Yeah. So. I think I think on the uh, on the operation side of things, right? Like because like obviously we do that we co-host the show, right? I, and and that on itself like can be challenging sometimes. Fonzie is on this like winning streak and he's just like asking question after question. I'm just here like, <laughs> what's up, guys? I'm here too. You know, third wheeling. Hello. <laughs> uh, but but on the on the and, and that's fine, you know, after the episode we debrief and we're like, hey, dude, I thought like I had these questions and I thought like you took over. Right. And then it's like, OK, I'm going to make a conscious decision. So try to be open about that conversation, not mm-hmm. take it personally. It's like, hey, you know, it's just for the for the good of the show, but also operationally. Right. Like we we identified and this came later. Um, each one of us has a spot. Right. And, and I think you guys have it also very defined and, and that helps a ton. But at the very beginning, we both were doing the same things right together or whatever. And we're like, man, like we're wasting so much first time. And then second, like talents. Right. Because we work mentally very differently. Right. Like Fonzie's the creative is like the explorer. He's like coming up with these amazing ideas. And then, you know, I, I grab those ideas, like bring them down. And it's like, how can we execute on this consistently? Right. So sometimes it's like, let's strip that idea. Let's make sure that that we can actually execute. Right. And that's a great balance because he's, you know, on his end, he's always pushing me to to try these new things, right? On my end, I'm like pushing him to this side so we can execute, right? <laughs> if it's something that we can execute consistently, it doesn't happen, right? Because then we're going to be wasting time. We learn that through through some experience. But number one, communication and, and just understand that sometimes things are going to are not going to go the way that we want to. And then it's like, how do we adapt from this? And, and we live certain situations in our lives where... Uh, you know, it helped that like we, we participated in a 24 hour obstacle race. Like, like I ran it, he was my pit crew, right? Like that experience alone teaches you so, so much, right? It frames your mind to operate on this, on this environment. And, uh, so I highly, highly recommend that's why, you know, team building, you know, I, and I do air quotes can be good. Uh, not the typical team building, like go do something crazy like that, right? Like it, it really like shows who you are and then you understand to like your core, how to deal with each other. And then what happens in the, your day-to-day, it's going to be a piece of cake. I love that. I, I think hopefully, that's, I think that's that a great helpful. analogy. Yeah, that was a good answer. And I'm, I'm fascinated about that whole principle and concept of, you know, putting yourself in the extreme to, like, truly understand one another. Um, just to wrap up the show, because I, I have been, this has been in my mind for the last 36 minutes or so, and I've been dying to ask it, but I'm so glad I didn't lead with it because we got such great, amazing answers from you guys. I feel like you guys are at this point right now where the business has been doing great. Things have been evolving. It was about six months ago, at least in my mind, that you know you guys took this new direction. Where do you see yourself in the next six months? Will you continue to be an agency? Do you see your services and offering evolving? Have you considered, you know, info? Because I feel like this is a decision a lot of people make, and I'm curious to know where you guys are at with this. Yeah, yeah that's, a good, that's a great question. I don't know if we have different answers for this one. Oh, this um, is going to be good. Let's see what Fancy thinks. Yeah. So <laughs> something that we've noticed with the agency, obviously, is that growth is you cannot grow that quickly, right? Because you have to make sure you're fulfilling your clients the best way possible. And if you're growing too quick, then you have to onboard people to do, you know, to fulfill the services and you have to train them and all that stuff. And it can get messy pretty quickly. Mm. So on the agency side, I I think we're still going to be doing the agency side on on six months from now. Um, But we are trying to kind of like figure out what is the rate of growth that we can take on Mm -hmm. and still fulfill our clients the best possible way. Yeah. We have thought about going info as well and, and, and trying to sell certain things. 
But one of the biggest lessons from 2020 has been focus, right? Like, let's focus on one thing yeah. and yeah. do that thing extremely good. So my forecast, if you want to put it that way, I guess, <laughs> is it'll get to a point where we pretty much determine the rate of growth that we can have in our business, right, in a sustainable way, and then put the pieces so that can grow automatically. And then we can remove yeah. ourselves and, and go on to the next project. We, we have some awesome projects that, you know, we, we've dreamed about. And, you know, one is related to soccer. Another one is related to uh, a kid's book. So we have all these projects that we want to do. But again, big, big lesson has been focusing on one yeah. thing. So I think uh, for the six months, we're going to still be focusing on the agency. Yeah. I've, you know, and, and Jamie, about a year ago, right, we put in this like this crazy goal. Well, for us, it was crazy at the time. Like we we're probably making, you know, maybe 2000 bucks a month or so. Like in, like it was like my side gig, fancy kind of stuff like that, 3000. And then we put in these papers like, OK, in a year, how much you want to make? Like 300 grand. Right. And then this guy sitting next to me, like he, his goal was like 27 million. Right. And he turns around <laughs> and he's like. Why so small? And like in my head, like that, that, like I was like, man, like, yeah, we're thinking small. Right. So, and then we like, okay, three millions. We haven't made three millions by the way. Like, but you know, in seven months, like we went from like zero to, you know, mid six figures with the agency side of things. Very like, ve very like meticulous. Right. And, and it's been like very strategic the way that we do it. Um, the agency is not open to anybody. Right. Like there's a big filter for them to, to start working with us. Uh, but now it's like, we get into a place where we're getting that time back, right? Because we're putting the pieces in place because of that consistent growth. Um, so again, like Fonsi said, I think we're on the same page, you know, agency a hundred percent because we love that. We love working with like, I, at least I love it. Like, I think I'm, I'm more involved with it on the client side. <laughs> Fonsi's like, bye. Uh, he's like, I'll do the show. Bye. Uh, but you know, on my end, I love that relationship with like our, our clients because you see the growth, right? Especially when you like nail it, when you work with that guy or that person that is like, that's really your dream client. Um, so yes. And then on the info, there's a few things in there of like, we, we listen to the audience, right? I'm sure you guys do too. It's like, how do you guys do this? How do you guys do that? For example, the 45 live, we have people asking for the challenge, right? And we're like, ah, it's coming. We don't know when, but you know, it might, might come because it's a powerful thing, right? Like the minimum viable content is out there. Like it's, it's not a course, but it's like, it's a lead magnet, right? Like it's different things that are now we're putting into place. Also with the show, how can we leverage the show? Not only on the relationships, but on the content side, there's so much information, right? Especially your show, right? Like your, like what you share was like golden boulders all over the place. So we're like, how can we like grab and milk this content so we can like at, have it accessible for more people. And then we also help our audience. We help our guests. We help, we help ourselves. It's like hashtag wins everywhere. Um, so those are things that, you know, are in the back of our mind. And now is how do we structure them in, in a place where we can actually execute and, and help more people? Yeah. And, and, and Jamie, I, if you don't mind me adding a, a little thing here, you know, when we get into the ClickFunnels world, I think part of our belief, right, that started at that moment was that we needed the, the big funnel with all the upsells and downsells and everything to have a business. Right. And one and that was one of the beliefs that got crushed. I'm happy it got crushed because as even though every business will benefit from having a funnel like that, a self-liquidating funnel that is bringing customers every single time, you don't need that to start. We don't have a funnel. We are the funnel right now. Or message is the funnel, is that filter. And it's about creating those conversations, right? And that's mm -hmm. what we've noticed and what we've become like very passionate about. It's like, wow, like the more content we put out there, 
the more conversa conversations we manage to have, we learn more about our market. You know, we we connect with the right people. I mean, we're in a podcast with you guys, which is absolutely amazing, right? So, so I want to hopefully help crush that belief in certain people that are out there and they're like, my business is not good enough because I don't have a funnel. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, you know why? Like you can have one solution to one problem that you can sell for a high ticket if you want to, right? And you can just do that through a normal conversation and you become the funnel right there. And then as your business evolves, eventually you'll be able to build this other funnel and, and so on and so on. I love it. Totally agree, right? The funnel's just there to collect the cash. The product mm -hmm. is what sells. I love that. Guys, this has been a ton of fun. So good. Love having you on. We'll definitely have you back on the show again. Um, I want to give uh, everybody who is listening an opportunity to come and experience some amazing Biz Bros action. So where can people go if they want to find out more about you guys, consume your content, get all up in your business? Where can they go? Absolutely. I mean, the best way is the show. Uh, go to Contents Profit uh, everywhere, like every platform. Uh, Facebook, you see the behind the scenes lives that we do with our guests. Uh, so you can see the show and it's like see all the bloopers that Fonzie does. I'm perfect. Um, <laughs> and then if you... <laughs> if you uh, if you're interested in the minimal viable content, you can go find it at contentsprofit.com. It's literally a cheat sheet of like how to build that habit, right? Like that's exactly how we did it, how day 15, like everything changed for us. Uh, and that's, that was the exact model that we followed. So it's out there for free for anybody that wants to go get yeah. it. Yeah, and slide in the DMs. We, we love talking to people. So feel free to send us a message. I love yeah. that. Slide <laughs> into those DMs, right? This is amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. So I took so many notes. Yeah, that's pretty good. cool. Yeah. All right, guys. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And for all of you guys who are listening at home, if you were listening to the conversation with the Biz Bros and you thought, man, Mario, the uh, the one they talked about, not Mario, the dad, the mom, the sister, the uncle, the auntie, the Mario that was actually going out and creating the content, that sounds cool. How did he close the customers? Well, we've actually got a piece of content completely for free to show you guys how to do that. So if you guys want to go to changemakersmovement.com forward slash five days, that's five D-A-Y-S, right, G? Did I yes, spell that right? That's the number five. So make sure you go there. It's a five-day pop-up podcast training. It's completely free. And we'll show you how to do exactly what Mario was talking about. That sound cool? Any yeah. final thoughts? No. Guys, we'll see you on the next episode. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com. And then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.